When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Hi, Ray Tyler. Breakfast with Kane Corns and Andrew Hayes. I'm better than ever. Three minutes past seven o'clock. Time for you to get involved. 0427 154 166. That is a text line. This one just came through from Brett. He said, Maxwell breaking his leg and missing the summer of cricket. It's okay. Doesn't matter. Doesn't mean anything. <laughs> <laughs> Not a big Glenn Maxwell fan. Uh, I didn't understand. So there was a bit of a, sorry, a, bit of a Glenn Maxwell quote post. Um, the T20 World Cup exit reset doesn't mean anything. So oh, in yes. isolation, gotcha. that quote didn't look very good. Gotcha. Uh, but look, basically what he was saying was we don't have time to dwell on things like this because we play so much cricket and it's on to the next. Um, so there you go. Nice little jab. Very good. Red. Oh, very, very good. Makes sense. Let's talk about it though. He could be facing at least three months on the sideline after breaking his leg in what's been described as a freak accident on Saturday. Cricket Australia confirmed the Victorian all-rounder was forced to undergo surgery. That happened on Sunday afternoon. Um, he was at a friend's 50th birthday party. So according to News Corp, Maxwell is expected to be sidelined for eight to 12 weeks. Slipped while running in Melbourne venue's backyard. He reportedly was not intoxicated when the incident occurred. No, look, people say, well, look, how come you need to specify those details? Well, straight away, is it just me? I mean, I feel like you feel the same way. Straight away, you think he was on the piss. That's exactly what I thought, mm. Hazy, because I've seen a few of those stories over the years and uh, maybe players think they can get away with, you know, telling the club, oh, you know, I slipped over and fell and landed on me wrist and broke it. But... Uh, Finding out later they're actually intoxicated and in a fight. That's mm. how they, they break that hand. Uh, but they've come out pretty strongly and said uh, he, he wasn't intoxicated and it was a freak accident. So uh, I suppose we have to take them on their word. Yes, that's all we can do. Uh, take uh, these people by their word. And uh, look, I'm a big Glenn Maxwell fan. I love everything about him. I love his personality above everything else. Very laid back, but clearly he's giving it absolutely 100%. Very inventive, uh, very much draws crowds. And when he's on, can absolutely win the game off his own bat. And even when he's bowling, like he's a freak. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. When he's up and going and he's he's clearing the rope and, and he's, uh, he's, he's going, he's one of the best to watch. But there's probably just a bit of in, inconsistency in, in that space with with Glenn Maxwell. But uh, he's still a, a big part of the, the one-day side and, and coming up against uh, England who – who are in some absolute ripping form uh, in in all formats. Uh, he's going to be uh, sorely missed. So um, that's pretty much his summer over, isn't it? Mm. It is, unfortunately. Um, so first game Thursday against uh, England in the ODI series. Uh, there'll be one change at least, and that is Glenn Maxwell. He won't be in there, which probably paves the way even more for Travis Head to make a little white ball comeback, which is good. Which we'll be pretty happy with that. Absolutely, love we will. seeing our uh, South Australians get an opportunity. Yep, still on cricket. England got the chockies last night. Ben Stokes, ever present. 
faces up. He swings across the line and hits oh. the winning run. Ben Stokes waves his bat in jubilation to 80,000 at the MCG. And England stands as the dominant force in white ball cricket. Certainly are. So that's now the uh, ODI World Cup and now the T20 World Cup that is in the hands of England, which makes us all just a little bit sad, but credit where it was due. Ben Stokes is just, he's amazing. He is so good. 52 not out and he just stood up absolutely when he needed to most and led and got the job done. Yeah, and that's been a couple of big games where they've uh, they've relied on him to, to get him over the line and, and he's certainly done that. And, uh, yeah, I spoke before about uh, there was one over where, he, you know, in, in this format you need a little bit of luck. Uh, he could have been caught twice. Uh, game of uh, inches and uh, it wasn't to be. He goes on to uh, score the winning runs. And, um, I mean, they were they were pretty well the best side all tournament, really. Um, the, the game before that, even against India, they, they did exactly the same thing. They, they, sent, they won the toss, sent the oppo into bat, choked them up, kept them to a low score, then, then knowing the firepower they've got down, that batting order, they, uh, they chased both totals down uh, pretty comfortably. What about even more so when you look at a performance like that and their lead-up to the World Cup final, that we were hoping that Sri Lanka would beat them? <laughs> that was never going to happen. Absolutely, absolutely not. We, uh, we did see some, some pretty big upsets, though, in the tournament. Yeah, so we that's all we were hanging our hat on that uh, for some miracle that uh, Sri Lanka could get it done, but uh, uh, we were a bit silly thinking mm. that. This wasn't the UAE or Ireland knocking off someone like Sri Lanka. This is effectively like um, uh, 20 Goliaths getting knocked off by half a David. That was never going to happen. Maybe if Samoa were playing in the T20 uh, World Cup, <laughs> they could have knocked him off like they did in the, the Rugby World Cup uh, only a couple of days ago. Mm. Uh, all right, yeah, positive result from the weekend from an Adelaide sports point of view, of course, was absolutely two things. Uh, the AFLW, uh, the Crows got the job done against the Pies in unbelievable conditions. Did you go 0427 And did you end up weathering the weather? Because if you did, I mean, well done to you. There were some amazing shots as well. I was watching on the telly of just um, kids as well and parents just huddled under tarps and all sorts of things, trying to brave the elements to push through. And eventually the weather did turn. And by the end of the game, the sun was out. It was just, you, you never see something like that. I, you, you might not see it again. It's the first time I've seen something like that where delays like that because of lightning, um, torrential rain, and then mixed in with sunshine. It was ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, four seasons in, in one or in a couple of hours, really. But you are... Uh you really find out who the, the passionate and loyal supporters are when you, when the TV scans over the, the far side on the wing there and you've got families sitting under their under their tarps with their ponchos on, the, the, the rain's coming in sideways and they are not moving an inch. Hats off to you. Yes. You're not going to find me doing that. And neither will I. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was at home watching it on TV, really enjoying the comfort of home. Um, so there you go, great result there, and of course a really good result for the Adelaide United on the on the weekend. And when I say the Adelaide United, I mean the Reds, <laughs> who have a, a, a page on the Facebook. The as red, well. the red team, <laughs> the red team. Three nil against Melbourne Victory. How good? The chart. Do the bulk of the work. Here comes the cross towards Hiroshi. Fantastic header. Well. 
what a number nine he is, Hiroshi Ibazuki. Against Miranda, oh he's giving it away Miranda, clever little touches, Blackwood into the area, play continues off the crossbar, penalty. Goodwin versus Izzo, and Goodwin scores to deliver again. In it comes, oh and it is three, and it's Ben Warren getting on the end of another great Goodwin offering. finished at Cooper's Stadium. Adelaide United 3, Melbourne victory nil. Yeah, you go cop that Melbourne victory. Uh, they were supposed to win Adelaide United because uh, Melbourne victory has sort of been up and down a little bit this season, sitting below them on the ladder. Um, but look, that was emphatic. Yeah, it certainly was. And it puts us in the top three. So uh, our Reds are, are going along quite nicely. And uh, just the, the crowd in the background of the, those audio clips, it was uh, they, were, they were pumping. They were rocking. Tense. Uh, and we're on to all the Melbourne Victory supporters who turned up as well. There was a lot um, dressed in Melbourne Victory colours, so it was very, very good to see. Um, what we're going to call the extra round, not quite the magic round, this festival of footy that's coming round five in Adelaide next year. Can't wait. Congratulations to Peter Malinowskis, who we're going to speak to just after 7.30 for getting this done. Uh, magic round, we'll call it that for the time being. We'll be here in round five. Here's how it's, it's going to work, explained by the AFL CEO. It will officially be round five of the 2023 season, and the nine games will be scheduled across four days, running from Thursday, April 13, through to Sunday, April 16, with dates coinciding with the school holidays nationally. Matchups, timings and venues will be confirmed upon the release of the fixture in late November, at the risk of getting this wrong. Nothing is confirmed, but the, the, the broad proposal we play here at Adelaide Oval in this incredible venue, Thursday night, Friday night, we'd have double headers uh, here on Saturday, double header here on Sunday, uh, and then you would be able to we'd play the balance of the games, three games, in, in um, suburban venues in Adelaide and potentially a regional venue and there's all to be confirmed and we'll partner with the, the state government on that. Outstanding stuff. We'll get more details from Peter Malinowskis very, very soon. But uh, like you said, kicks off April 13. Six games at Adelaide Oval, one in the Barossa Valley, two at Norwood. Um, so clubs to receive $500,000. Each players from every club split $200,000. SA sides will not have a showdown. That was the original thought a while ago. Thoughts on that? Oh, I thought it would have been a great opportunity, even to kick start the the, the new round. Yep, it would have been would have been pretty good. It would, but like so, Gil said and confirmed that look, it's it's just such a mighty contest that this is already a footy festival which will be celebrated unbelievably. You might as well, and I completely understand. You might as well hang on to the showdown. Double down, yeah, yeah. So because that's going to be just a showcase in another round. Who, so. who or put it to the text. Who, who would you want to play if you're Port or Crows? Who, who would draw? A big crowd. What are some other rivals that we could that they could play against in, in this round? Oh four two seven one five four one double six. Free entry for AFL and club members to matches of the team that they support. Uh, flight prices are already going up though. A jet start, no baggage round trip to Melbourne, leaving Thursday, April thirteen at six oh five, and returning Sunday, April sixteen at eight fifty five was one ninety eight total as of eleven am yesterday. By five thirty on Friday, the same flight was five hundred and fifty six. Absolute crap how that's, they can do that. That's garbage. It's really, that really is, infuriates you, doesn't it? It is garbage.
Mm, unfortunately. Uh, do you know what else I am enjoying as well? What are you enjoying, Andrew? This little rivalry between Peter Malinowskis and Dom Perrottet. He's been throwing a few barbs out, hasn't he? He has. Of Mally. Good. And uh, look, don't worry about Dom. Dom gives him out every opportunity he gets, but uh, we're all on board, Team Mally. The objective was to get it here first. You know, we want to be first. I didn't want anyone else's sloppy seconds, particularly Sydney's. Um, so, so now that we've got the event, we put on the best show that we can, and then that sets us up for the future. You obviously had a bit of a dig at the potential Sydney crowds. What sort of crowds are we expecting here? Well, bigger than Sydney's. I mean, we get more people to the cricket here for a test match at Allied Oval with, a, with our population in comparison to Sydney with their hordes. So, um, and footy's no different. Um, look, turn on the NRL on most weekends and, you know, it looks like a sample game. There you go. Cop that, Dom. Whack. Mm, whack. Good stuff. Like a bit of a rivalry, particularly between when what we are considered to be the little dogs and we take on the big dogs, that is Sydney and Melbourne. Watch out, Andrews, Herite, <laughs> yeah. becomes Melanowskis. So what are, what are we going to do? I mean, there's going to be a, obviously a whole lot of people coming over for it. And I think uh, Gil said there's only about 13,500 uh, rooms available yep. across the, the CBD uh, for, for accommodation. So we're going to see some people uh, open up their houses. But Airbnb... You get a spare room, Hazy, you can open up. You can make some extra cash that weekend. Bit of Airbnb. Um, look, you can stay at my house as well. It only costs you four or 500 bucks a night. And uh, the best thing is you don't need to set your alarm. Uh, either my son or my daughter will go and wake you up at about 4.30 in the morning. <laughs> so that's nice, isn't it? Part of the conditions, you have to uh, play with my kid until, uh, so I can have a sleep in. <laughs> You've got to entertain my two-year-old daughter who's very, very, very active first thing in the morning. Um, all right, doing a thanks to Tyre Power this morning. The great race sale is on right now. And Chemist Warehouse, the real house of fragrances this Christmas. Let's talk to Michelangelo Rucci next on 1629 SENSA. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.